Hello, this is Tom Williams. You are listening to Talk Theater in Chicago's Interview Podcast. I have a very special guest today. It's a lady who uh, I believe is channeling Patsy Cline. Her name is Heather Beck, and she is the star of Always Patsy Cline at Theater at the Center in Munster. Hello, Heather. Hello there. Great. Uh, tell us about the Patsy Cline show that you're in. All right. Always Patsy Cline. Um, it's based off of a friendship that developed from, um, like, they met in a honky-tonk, a show that Patsy had done at one point, and she met a lady named Louise, and um, they just became fast friends. And the story is based around Louise um, reminiscing of all of the memories she has of Patsy and the times that they shared and how they started exchanging letters and became pen pals after a while. And, um, you know, something really dear to her, and she goes through Patsy's career, um, not so much in this show, but, like, uh, she highlights, obviously, the, the night that they met and her show and how she was asked to help Patsy, or Patsy asked her to help her um, make sure the band was together. And then she took her home that night. Um, they had a great evening together, ended up doing an interview, and then it leads up to when she found out, you know, Patsy passed away and how her death affected her and um, such. It's got 27 of Patsy's songs in it. It's a jam-packed full of some good tunes. Um, what I like about this one is it's not just performance Patsy. There's also, like, you know, the tender behind-the-scene moments of, you know, her missing her baby and just her and Louise, like, chilling out in the, the kitchen area. Um, so it's a really, really great little show. Yeah, it's it, it, it sure is. I mean, it would stand on its own uh, as either a, just a musical review with you singing her songs, and it also yeah. could stand on its own as a as a drama about about a fan and a star interacting, mm-hmm. and the combination and 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 your um, uh, Janelle Schnoe who who plays Louise just compliments you so well. It, 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 the two oh, of you I really have her. a chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really great the first day of rehearsal. I was like, I know I'm going to like her, and that just uh, yeah, we had this awesome. I feel great on stage with her, and every night is a blast to perform with her. Well, as, uh, tell me how you got involved with Patsy Cline, because, I mean, it, it just, it's, it seems to me your performance is much more than an actress, you know, playing a star and singing in her style. It, it seems like you are almost becoming her. Oh, thank you. Um, my first experience with Patsy, I was um, an out-of-work actor, as we end up at some point or another, um, and there was a posting in Backstage, the publication of all of our jobs, um, and they were looking for a Patsy at a theater in Rock Island, Illinois, uh, Circuit 21 Dinner Playhouse. I said, well, I think I can play Patsy. And I sent them my headshot and resume, a link to my website. And then I got an email back saying, can you send us crazy and walk in after midnight? And I did so. And then, like, within a day, I was offered the position. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm playing Patsy Cline. And uh, so I immediately went out and I bought some albums of hers and just started listening to her singing over and over again um, so I could just begin to, to see how I was going to make my voice um, sound as much like her and everybody else would think so too. So I just sat there and listened to her as much as I could. I, I watched some stuff online, um, some of the video clips they have to see how she carried herself when she was performing and I have some of her talking so I could listen to the way she spoke to her audience and like her drawl and her accents and all that kind of stuff and I just did as much of that on my own as I could. And then the rehearsal process definitely helps a lot to 
solidify some of our choices and to bring other thoughts out. Um, and I just cross my fingers and, and hope I did a good job. <laughs> well, you sure did. Talk about uh, an actor doing their homework. That, that's well, impressive. Yeah. Uh, because I'll tell you, the crowd was driving on, on opening night was driving me crazy because I, I hate when people sing along. You know, I go there to I go there to hear the stars, not the you know karaoke. But what an effect! Fifty years later, that Patsy Cline still has on audiences. I know it's it's pretty amazing. I've it's it's so great for me. Like Patsy is allowing me to to get a little bit of the the stardom that she had, and and if you do, you have people out there in tears, whether it's because they know Patsy's not here anymore, or just because it's some beautiful music that's being performed, and they just are having a ball. And for me as a performer, it's so rewarding to be in a show that has such an effect on people. And it makes me feel good and know that I'm doing the right thing. And this is what I'm in this craft for, to make people escape for a night and just enjoy their lives. And um, the show and Patsy has really let me do that. Well, you know, in my research, uh, I realized that Patsy Klein uh, paved the way for all the other great uh, females in country music. She was really the first female superstar. Yeah. yeah. She was a go-getter. She would not take no for an answer. And she said, no. I'm going to sing, and you're going to listen to me, and they just couldn't help but not. And then when they heard her voice, I mean, <laughs> how would you really say no? <laughs> She's got such a unique voice, and she had she had such emotion, and I, I almost pathos in her voice, making her some of her ballads so bluesy and 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 torch songy. Oh, I was ecstatic because I, I, I honestly didn't know anything besides she sang Walking After Midnight and Crazy when I first um, dived into the role. So for me to have all of this great music all of a sudden brought to my attention was amazing because I had no idea she sang, you know, what you were saying, bluesy, and she sang gospel, she sang pop, she sang rock. I had no idea. And it's, it's so awesome to be able to sing all this stuff now. Yeah, and I don't know if you're if you're aware, but Crazy uh, is the number one most played song, period. It's still on every Jew. It's the, it's considered the greatest uh, uh, torch song ever. And wow. uh, Yeah. After God Bless America, the next on the list is crazy. And she didn't even like that one. <laughs> yeah, it's the beginning. I know you point that out in, 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 uh, in that. Uh, I guess she had to be kind of talked into it, right? Yeah, like I think it was more, um, I believe it was Charlie, her husband at the time, that um, really said, like, no, you're doing this song, Patsy, and she was like, oh, fine, whatever. Um, and yeah, and that, that's the one that she's the most known for. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? <laughs> Although some of her others, what, what are some of your favorite uh, of her songs? My favorite is She's Got You. I just love that one. I Every day I sing it. It makes me happy, and I sometimes even give myself goosebumps because like, the song is just so great. Like the the feel of it, the sound of it, the words, the message it's saying. I mean, it's a heartbreaking song, but um, I just love it. I just love that one so much. There's another one that's um, in the other show, of course, the one with Patsy Cline that I did, that I recently found a, a lot of love for. There he goes, which is another um, pretty famous one that she did, um, and that one's really great. Uh, I love Bill Bailey. It's just this a great like out there kind of song. You get to belt and, and do some fun uh, variations and rhythm and all that kind of stuff, and I really enjoy that one. Of course, Crazy, um, just because everybody else just loves it so much, and it is a great song. Um, and you, let me yeah. add, you really nailed it. That is one oh, of my all-time favorite songs, and, and uh, 
uh, a lot of people were kind of holding their breath when the when the piano intro starts because yeah. they know you're going into that song and and it, and that's where you either get the cheers or you could lose your audience because that's that's to me is the pivotal song of the show. Exactly, <laughs> that's where all the pressure lies. <laughs> what has been the audience reaction? Because uh, you you've done how many times have you done this show? This is my first time doing always. Oh, this is your first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll talk yeah, about the other. We'll talk about the other one in a minute. But but what has been the okay. the reaction of of the audience? Because I don't know if you're aware of, but about seven or eight years ago, Theater at the Center did a a, a production of Patsy Cline. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's it's enough time where you know it's almost a new almost a new generation of, of people. But what's been their reaction? It's been really great. Um, we actually had a talk back yesterday after our matinee, and the people that stayed were just overjoyed with the show and just said that, you know, Janelle and I did such a fantastic job, and they were taken back. There was um, even a younger girl that was there, and she, I guess, had gotten the tickets as a tip at her job, so she came here not really knowing what to expect, and she didn't really know too much about Patsy, and she was just like... It was so great to hear music, like music that has heart and there's a good melody line. And she's like, I loved every bit of it. And she's like, and I came here like not knowing what to expect. And she's like, you made me so happy and put a smile on my face. And I have such an appreciation um, for this genre now, um, which is really great. Um, and I've been told um, by all the the ushers and all that, but everybody coming out just got big smiles on their faces and is just so happy that they came out. So it's been really good. Yeah, isn't that a, isn't that a amazing? The power that that live theater can have, uh, particularly when you're when you're uh, doing a tribute show to someone who was a a star. It, it, it's an amazing Absolutely. feeling. I, I felt that too on opening night, and, and you know I go to a, I go to shows just about every night of the week, and you know, and I I'm not too easily affected, but boy, I'll tell you, this one did it. Oh, good. <laughs> but I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah, and, and even with some of the fickle of my, some of my fellow reviewers who are a little bit snobbish about, you know, country music, uh, but uh, I used to listen to, to Patsy Cline uh, when I was growing up. They used to have uh, a country hour on WGN on Sunday nights, and we'd listen to her, and that's when I first discovered her. Uh-oh. Yeah. But uh, so you're saying you're getting positive reaction from people who really don't know Patsy Cline's music. Yeah, like it's even going that like, and then of course the people that know her music are just over the moon. So it's great. Yeah, and that's what what, uh, what where I was sitting around a bunch of people who were who who were big big fans. Well, you should be very proud of this show. I am. Um, I'm I'm glad um, that it ended up working out because like I originally wasn't slated to be the Patsy in the show and. When they needed to find one, it, the show fit perfectly into my schedule. So it was like the big guy was telling me this is where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm so glad that it, it worked out. Well, I remember talking to Bill Polinsky and he told me he had he, he had to make a change in the schedule. But he says, but boy, will you hear this girl? She can really play her. And, you know, <laughs> and Bill's been around a little bit. He he, he kind of knows who, who can do what. Awesome. Yeah. So tell us about the the other Patsy Klein show that you've done that, that uh, I don't think our listeners will be too familiar with because I don't believe it's been done here in Chicago. Okay, it's um it's called A Closer Walk with Patsy Klein. Um, it, it it also is it's just two characters and then a band, and that one is more of like performance Patsy. It, it, what's set up is uh, a radio show, and the announcer is 
it's the day of her death, and he's um, doing a tribute show to her. So he um, goes through the years like, I remember the first time Patsy Cline performed at the Grand Old Opry, and then Patsy will come out and sing uh, her set at the Grand Old Opry. Um, there's a lot more interaction with the band in that show, and uh, he also the the announcer doubles as like a comedian. So when they go to the Grand Old Opry, there's a Grand Old Opry comedian, and they go to Vegas as a Vegas comic, and then. The, it closes with her appearance at uh, the Grand Old Opry, or not the Grand Old Opry, uh, Carnegie Hall. And, um, you know, it's just, just just sharing her music. There's about 20 songs in that show, a little bit fewer than um, in Always Patsy Klein. And uh, it leads up to he gets a special bulletin that says that there's been a plane crash, and unfortunately Patsy Klein was on board. Um, so it's a little bit more, um, like, I put you, like, in the present day versus in the past, like always Patsy Klein does. But it's a really great show. I mean, my uh, family has seen me in both of them, and my dad really likes always Patsy Cline better, but a, a couple of the others, they're, just, they're like, I don't know which one I like better, because they, like, affect you in different ways. Is uh, What I like about always is there is the behind-the-scenes Patsy, like I was mentioning before. Um, but, of course, the walk is, is, I think, great to it. I think it's set up more like a, like you were saying, a review kind of concert um, versus this play. Well... We we need to get that show done, produced here in Chicago. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that one. So you wouldn't you wouldn't mind being called in for that? No, I I would do that. Patsy can pay my bills if she wants. <laughs> so, uh, so so how do you keep your voice fresh for all the performances you do when you're singing twenty seven songs? I try to be as um, healthy as possible. I, um, I luckily when I'm since I'm living uh, you know, not too far from the theater, I'm not from the area. Um, I have a lot of downtime where I can kind of rest my voice and just not too much too much talking. And I make sure I drink lots of water and tea, and I warm up and warm down after each performance um, just to. To keep her going, because she's my money maker. But it, it was um, the rehearsal process was actually pretty intense for me, especially just I came from I have a singing show, and I my one day off was my driving day to get here, um, and then right into this one that has seven more songs. So I I'm just pretty tired um, through the rehearsal process. But like I said, I just did what I thought was best to take care of myself, and I was like, once we get into the the runs. You know, we have a couple of days off and one show a day versus eight hours a day. So um, it's it's getting better. She's uh, got the resilience built up, built up now. Wow. Well, you're to be congratulated. Uh, uh, and and now that you have her persona down and and her her songs down, uh, I I got a feeling you're going to be playing this role around the country a few places. I hope so. I do actually. I'm going to go do a closer walk with Patsy Klein again. Um, I had to Mesa, Arizona, to do it um, at the Broadway Palm West um, in April. April 9th is my first day out there. Oh, that's good. So you're 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 keeping the tradition going. Huh? That's excellent. Mm-hmm. So tell us now about some of the other shows and some of your your background, because uh, uh, you're not just you're not you're not just a Patsy Klein uh, imitator. But uh, you also yeah. do cabaret, and and you got to tell me about working on the cruise lines. Yes, yeah, I did. I graduated from Western Michigan with um, or a music theater performance degree, a BFA, Bachelor of Fine Arts, 
And um, pretty much after that, I, I did a lot of ship work. And um, I really liked doing ships. I mean, I got to travel the countries. I got to visit every continent, and I did it for free and making money, which is pretty cool. Um, but it's a really nice schedule. I mean, you do, depending upon the length of your cruises, anywhere from two to four production shows. Um, and then your only obligation on the ship is to perform. Well, you don't I have to clean. You don't have to clean wait tables or any of that stuff like like years ago they used to make them do. No, when I first started, um, I worked for Hall in America um, line before the first um, first ship I did with Hall in America, and there they um, had made us work in the library like a couple shifts. But eventually that faded out, and then we were basically just. Performers. We did have a safety function where um, they always had the drill when you board the ship your first day to let you know where your lifeboats are and we'd be traffic directors to show them where to go. But when I worked for Princess Cruise Lines, I was basically just a passenger that sang a couple nights a week in a show, which was pretty awesome. I had a really great cabin. We were on 10-day cruises. We did three main stage shows, so I worked three nights out of 10 days. And the rest of the time was just for myself that I could go out on the decks and tan if I wanted. I could go visit all the ports. It's, uh, you can help out with the tour desk and sometimes go on tours for free and just be the little guide. So it's a really, it's a pretty great gig and you, you, you don't have to pay for anything like your room and board and your food. All of that is included. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's pretty great. Yeah, and, uh, well, I guess it's it's changed over the years because when I lived down in Florida, I used to get kids off to cruise ships to do reviews, and they were just so glad to get off there because they were working their rear ends off. Yeah, I know that, like, I think the one ship tried to reformat to where they were performing more um, within the week. I'm not sure if it's gone back or if it's changed, but when I did it, it was a pretty yeah easy, lackadaisical schedule. Now, if you're like a musician uh, that plays like the instruments, they do a lot more. Like, they'll have to play all of the guest entertainer sets, and then they sometimes have to do a setup in the lounge or, or um, when people are coming on board. But for your singer and your production shows, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty great gig. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. Like It's like a paid vacation. Yeah, which can get boring. I mean, you are stuck on a ship. You know, your average length of contract is usually six months. So, I mean, you're out on a boat for six months and, you know, there's those days and it goes stir crazy. I think around four months, you're like, oh my God, I got two more left. I just want to be able to drive a car and cook my own meal. Like, it, you can get that way. But if you, you know, after I've done it for so long, I found ways to involve my day and get constructive things done because you can if you put your mind to it. You have tons of time to do it. Okay, then, then tell us some of the shows you were in. Uh... All shook up, hairspray, cats. You must be a dancer. I am. I haven't gotten to dance in a while, but yeah, I um, I was bombarding cats at Wagon Wheel Theater in Warsaw, Indiana. Um, I also was Nero Mont in Singing in the Rain there. Um, an amazing Maisie in Physical uh, the Musical. Um, it was a great time there. That's a lovely theater. It's in the round, so it's it's actually kind of it was good for me because the theater at the center is. Uh, a pretty big thrust stage, so it's almost in the round. So I've had some experience with making sure everybody, even in the cheap seats, gets to see the show, um, and it feels like they're part of it. Um, and then at in Rock Island at Circuit 21, after I did Patsy, I did do two other shows with them, um, All Shook Up. I was Miss Sandra. And then Hairspray, I was uh, Velma Von Tussle, the evil, the evil mother. 
a little bit young for it, but so much fun to play her. Oh, yeah. But I was very... <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, villains are fun to play, aren't they? Yes, they are. But it, it was nice to, to know that Patsy was around the corner. So I went from being a hated character to somebody people loved. Because after a while, you're like, everybody hates me. <laughs> but that means you're doing a good job. <laughs> wow, that is that is terrific. Uh, tell us some of the, the roles that you're dying to play. I always, This is a standard question I ask everybody. I um, would love to be mother in ragtime. I think that would be an amazing role. Um, I think Ragtime is just an amazing musical. It's an ama- great music. And um, Mary Maisie, who uh, I think she originated that role on Broadway, um, she had come to our school and done like a master class because she was involved with Western Michigan. And she was talking about it. And just I just fell in love with the idea of this woman, like all the, the power that she has. And um, her songs that she sings in the show are just so great. So I would love to um, eventually get to play that role one day. I, um, that's another one. I always wanted to play Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady. Ever since I was little, I wanted to be, um, that role. Well, you sure so want the, you we're... sure want these top roles, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I could see you, I could see you doing, uh, Eliza. I would love to. I would just, I, that's a movie that I would watch all the time, as long as, like, all the Rodgers and Hammersteins, because my grandmother had, um, all of those movies, like Carousel, all of them. Um, so I grew up watching those, and that's kind of what I fell in love with. Um, but I also, I mean, I'd love to be in Wicked. Wicked is a great show. Um, I think it'd be fun to be the Wicked Witch. Yeah. That, that you would, never know. Yeah, that would be good. What about the dramatic roles? Uh, uh, have you done many of those, the non-singing roles? I have not gotten the opportunity. Um, in high school, I did a couple. Um, in college, unfortunately, like there was one that um, I was hoping to get into, and I guess I was considered, considered for, but they needed me for the musical, so it was one of those things, well, okay, you need her for the musical, we'll give her to you. So I was kind of bummed out about that, because I would like to. I, I love just acting and doing that kind of stuff, and I would love to get the opportunity to do it someday. So hopefully down the road I'll get that chance but but musicals have been good to you because it seems like you're you're working all the time yeah I've been doing pretty well I mean I can't complain um I've had a pretty steady employment since I graduated so my parents are thrilled and I'm pretty happy that I went to school for something and I'm making money off of it so <laughs> I wasted tuition <laughs> what, what kind of advice what advice would you give uh young performers um, just, you, you have to believe in yourself and definitely practice. I, I probably didn't practice enough in my life and take things seriously. But I also think you need to, no matter what experience, like what place you work, you have to take something from it and you're growing as a performer. So don't like, it's like, oh, I can't do this show, this show's horrible, or I hate this, I hate that. Like, no, you, you're there, do your job and you'll learn something. Like, I've grown so much whether I was doing a variety show or doing a play or, um, you know, just singing. I, I've i grown and I've learned how to place things in my voice, and you got to take risks and not be afraid to try things because you try, try it and then you do it once, you can do it again. So, um, and definitely, you know, take voice lessons. I wish I had taken piano. I think that would have benefited me a lot. I mean, I can plunk some things out, but being able to play your own accompaniment would be great. Um, or make friends with someone that knows how. 
because that would uh, definitely help for uh, getting ready for auditions and everything else that you do. Yeah, that taking risk is important, isn't it? Yes, it definitely is. Like, I know my first job on the ship, I was told I was singing Think by Aretha Franklin, and I was like, I'm not, and you can like Aretha Franklin, but you have to, you have to go for it, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna find out how to do this, and this is gonna be fine, I'm gonna get through this contract, and you know what? It turned out being great. And I learned how to place things in my voice that I, and sing things I never knew I could sing. So you just don't be afraid, just try it. And you never know what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, do you have any recordings out? I do not. Um, I've been asked about that a lot, so I probably need to, to get off my little uh, behind and do something about it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think you'd be great in recordings, so, because you have a terrific vocal range. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, have I you, work hard. Yeah, do you, have you had any classical training in singing? No, well, we, um, in our curriculum at school, like, they have you sing, like, your Italian arias and do some kind of opera things, and, like, you have your formal voice lessons, but not, like, dedicated specifically to classical, no, just a, a little bit here and there. But it shows. Well, thank you. And tell us, lastly, tell us about your cabaret performance. Is, do you have an act you do, or you just do songs, or what? Yeah, I um, well, I fell in love with that. My director at college created a cabaret series called Stars and Moon, and um, actually, as a senior, we had to put our own show together. So you, uh, there were three of us to put a cabaret together, um, and it was we tried to do you know some kind of a, a storyline to segment one song to the next. But everybody wants to sing the songs that they've been dying to sing, so it's it's an interesting process. But um, at the Chapter 21, they have a wonderful venue next door that they've been doing some cabarets. And the most recent one I was in was called Foreplay, and it was four girls and we sang four artists, and I sang um, all Carly Simon music. So we were going, and there was a Carol King and Janice Joplin, and I, for some reason, cannot remember the fourth lady that was um, the music we were singing. And we put this great show together. It turned out having a great following um and yeah we just picked four of their main songs that would be recognizable and put together this lovely little show it had a little bit of history in between songs just uh to fill people in on where it began or how the, the artist got where they got um and it was really really great have you and done I'm it hoping, here have you done it here in chicago we have not um and, and actually it, it did do really well but four of us if we thought about it should try to to um move it elsewhere and see if we can get something going with it. But they're all kind of based in uh, the Rock Island area. they got families there and situated, so I'm not sure that they're um, in the market to, to travel with the show. But, I mean, I just love it because you just get to go up there and just sing and share wonderful music with people. And um, to, to have the power to make up your own show, I mean, I think it's great because you can jam-pack it full of stuff that makes you the happiest. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I want to let go um, and talk to other people that are successful cabaret performers um, and see exactly, you know, how did you go about formatting your show so that I can start trying to put something together and, you know, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. Um, and then who knows? I mean, it'd be great to be able to settle down and just do that. Cabaret scene is strong here in Chicago. It's, it's made a big comeback. That's what I've been hearing. So I need to figure out where I go to get the following and then... Uh, 
I'd let they say, well, also benefit me if I could play the piano, and then I wouldn't have to worry. But now I have to, like, find the musicians and everything, so it's a little bit of a process. So I'm figuring yeah. that all out. Yeah, but, but if you have a unique show, and it sounds like the way you've been describing it, this could be a hit show, so uh, wish you the best. Keep Thank up the you. good work. You have done such a great job. Folks, get out to see Always Patsy Klein in Munster. It's a short ride. It's it, I always tell people it's easier to get to Munster than it is to Marriott, and everyone goes to Marriott. So so uh, get out there and, and uh, see it. How, lo- how long is the run going? Till April 1st. Till April 1st, okay. And you do matinees on what, on uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays? Yeah, and, and then there's a couple, like, some Saturdays we have a, a double show, but there's a matinee on a Saturday, too. Yeah. Theater at the Center uh, is website. You, you can get the, or on My Chicago Critic, you can get that. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been fun, and keep up the good work. And I, let's hope we can hear your cabaret show here and uh, the other Patsy Klein show. Lovely. Thank you so Sounds much. Like a plan. Thank, Thank you. you. And go see a play this week, folks.